This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Improve your health and well-being the natural way with The Medicine Man, next on Plains FM. Good morning, everybody. This is Mike McCammon, the Medicine Man. Just come to do a bit of a rave about um, hopefully some useful stuff today, as usual. And uh, the theme today is about food as your best medicine. There's lots of ranting and raving about miracle drugs, even vaccinations on the quiet. You know, I want to talk about things that are absolutely so much more effective and so much more remarkable, you know, that there's medicines around you all the time. Nature's throwing medicines at you. And it's kind of like, do you know that? Well, let's see if you do. Come after this little wee song. It's called Green Garden. I love it. Take me outside, sit in the green garden. Nobody out there, but it's soaking now. Bathing the sunlight, don't mind if rain falls. Take me outside, sit in the green garden. of a butterfly high as a treetop down again putting my bag down taking my shoes off walking the carpet a green velvet
Hi, everybody. That was a nice little song, wasn't it? So a green garden. Don't we all love a green garden? We were living in the city and... Um, yeah, so a green garden. So nature is your best medicine is my theme today, as every other time the theme, but I'm just trying different ways to get it across. Um, but, of course, we love the city life, don't we? We love our coffee, you know, and uh, we've got all this coffee culture thing, and I have to say that I love my coffee too. But, you know, the good thing about coffee is it's got some goodies about it. There's some medicinal qualities about it, but um, if you keep using coffee, it tends to get your adrenals sort of... Well, your adrenals eventually, you know, these are the things that produce energy. First of all, coffee whips your energy so you can think properly, so uh, your brain gets all this extra blood sugar, and you feel great, you know, but coffee's sort of taken over from relationships, really. Some people, they have to have their coffee before they, they have their partner, you know, and I'm not going to talk to you until I have my coffee, you know. So, um, yeah, so this thing about coffee, and, you know, it's just ridiculous trying to tell anybody to not have coffee, let's face it. So unless you've got some really nasty disease that coffee is really affecting you, like, for example, urinary tract infections, it's probably not a good idea to have coffee. Uh, if you've got irritated gut lining, if you've got irritable bowel, coffee is very drying and irritating to the gut lining. Uh, it tends to help to strip that mucus coating of the gut lining away. Uh, it's also diuretic. It dehydrates you. And so, of course, you want more coffee. But when you drink a cup of coffee, don't think you're actually hydrating because you're doing exactly the opposite. So uh, your brain needs about 75% water. So um, if your brain's getting a little bit low on water, well, I suppose if you have more coffee, you'll get some cortisol and that'll whip the adrenals into thinking you've got plenty of energy, but your brain won't have that much juice in it. So just remember that if you're drinking coffee, make sure you have at least one and a half litres of good clean water every day. So, you know, in praise of coffee, there's so many good things I could say about coffee. Uh, the unfortunate thing is if you keep having, say, more than a cup a day of coffee, what tends to happen is um, it whips your adrenal. So if you're tired, you have some coffee and it perks you up, but eventually your adrenal glands become somewhat tired and even get to the point of exhaustion. So if you're having more than three cups of coffee a day, then um, you find that you're going to get dependent on coffee, but your adrenals will just kind of give up the ghost and say, oh, well, I just think I'll just go to sleep now, and then you're just completely dependent on coffee. And then if you just try and do the withdrawal from coffee, um, you can actually end up with migraine headaches and all sorts of things going on as you get coffee, caffeine withdrawal. So it's a funny old thing, coffee, but, you know, um, like everything everything wonderful in this world has got a good side and a bad side to it. So, um, But just remember that um, coffee dehydrates, Coffee will, if you've got any inflammation in your body, coffee will actually make it worse. Even though after you have the coffee, you might feel better. Like, for example, sometimes migraine headaches can be relieved if you get it in time by a cup of coffee. But on the long term, if you've got anything going on that's inflammatory or any irritable gut stuff, um, then coffee will tend to aggravate it. So what do you do about that if you don't want to stop your coffee? Well, there are some things you can do is drink more water and there's a wonderful herb. There's a number of herbs that will help. Uh, and I would think that licorice root would be my favourite herb as an antidote to too much coffee. So um, a licorice root, that's good old Italian licorice is my best and it's not that sort of superficial um, confectionery stuff that's not even, most of it's not even licorice, it's just paste sugar and oftentimes it's aniseed and not even licorice, but if it is, says licorice, it'll have about 5% licorice and the rest of it will be paste and sugar and of course that's not going to give you the medicinal qualities of the licorice. Most of the licorice in the world though goes to making cigars because if you didn't have licorice in the cigar, you would dry up and become an old autumn leaf, you'd be so dry and puckery. So licorice is actually the thing that makes the, the cigar sort of smoke 
smokable or, you know, because, and even when you bite into a cigar, as you do every Christmas, as I know, you know, um, you will you will taste the licorice in it. That um, licorice is an adrenal restorative, but the one thing about licorice, it'll stop the mucous membranes from drying out. And of course, in my herbal practice, I use really good quality Italian licorice, and I give it in a uh, a liquid tincture form. And I often put it with other herbs because it distributes other herbs beautifully, but it stops the other things from drying out and also distributes herbs right through to every cell in the body and restores the adrenal glands. So when I was in my 20s, I had um, hypoglycemia, which means, you know, my blood sugar would get quite low. And I remember I, I had to drive from Christchurch to Dunedin quite frequently, and I had to stop three or four times. And I remember just to have a sleep. I had such bad hypoglycemic problems. I must say they're all gone now, not a, sh- not a sign of it now. But uh, at that time, um, I discovered licorice root because I was studying herbal medicine. And uh, I used to put a whole tablespoon of licorice powder in a big thermos flask, and I have it on the floor of my car in the passenger seat. And uh, I just sort of have a, sometimes even when I'm driving, I only have to stop for a pee stop, and that's about it, just once, because the uh, the licorice root completely sorted out my hypoglycemia, which was just wonderful and restored the adrenal glands. Anyway, the other thing about coffee is that um, because you're peeing and because of the irritating nature of the coffee, you're going to lose electrolytes. So if you're drinking coffee, well, put it this way, everybody is mineral deficient today. Every single person is, yes, you're, yes, no, no, don't deny it, you're mineral deficient. And I know that because you're drinking, you're eating a kiwi diet, which is mineral deficient, and our soils are mineral deficient, and our, our food processing methods are mineral deficient, and all the sugar that you have sucks out calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, and so forth, and we don't have the selenium, we don't have the boron, we don't have the iodine, and we're all chronically deficient in zinc as well. So, But when you drink toffee on top of it, you're going to be peeing these whatever little sparse minerals you've got left in there, you're going to be peeing it out, and it's going to, the fishes will benefit. That's all going to benefit from the minerals you're going to lose from coffee. Yes, coffee's got some minerals in it. I think it's loaded with zinc, but unfortunately, you're going to pee it all out along with some of your reserves. So, if you're drinking coffee, and even if you're not drinking coffee, make sure you use a really good mineral mineral supplement. And that's the main thing in my practice is I look at everybody's mineral status. And um, because we're all individuals, remember, we've got seven different body types, you know, three main ones. We've got four different blood groups. We've got different genetic backgrounds and so forth. Um, people will, Some people will be chronically deficient in zinc. Other people will be more chronically deficient in iodine. Of course, whether you're a male or female, uh, that will make a difference too. Uh, women need more iodine than men. Men need more zinc than women, you know. So, um, We're all different, but the point of the matter is unless you have full mineral saturation, you cannot possibly, your machine cannot possibly be running properly, so you need some coffee. (laughs) <laughs> and the wonderful thing about coffee, of course, it'll mask it all, won't it? It'll mask it all and keep masking it. But the long-term effects of it is you get mineral deficient, and that means if you're mineral deficient, then your vitamins will not work correctly because they can't work correctly unless you've got full saturation of minerals. So I urge you, if the only thing you do is to see someone who really knows how to tell you what minerals you need. Now, just to make it really easy, of course, as a naturopath, um, I was searching for the, for the, for the mineral formula that was universal and I tried everything I could possibly try. Now, I was getting really good results with the herbs, but if they stopped taking the herbs, they'd come, eventually they'd come back with another problem or their old problem would come back. And what I discovered was um, I made up a formula um, that actually 
gave all the minerals and that people were able to absorb it. And what happened is everything worked so much better. And what I noticed is the flecks in the fingers, you know, those white flecks you get in your fingers, the fingernails that break and so forth. Once they got the minerals in there in full saturation, which took about three months of this formula, um, all the flecks and the nails had gone back and suddenly the herbal remedies really took off. And even if they stopped taking them, the effects would last much, much longer. So I really became sold on how important minerals are. And yes, I've got a particular formula. You know, I'm, but I'm not a salesman, but if you, you, know, you can always go to New Zealand Herbals, you know, and I use a formula called Mineral Max, but um, it was a remarkable formula because no one can make sense of why it works, but by God, it works. So the cracks in the tongue disappear in about three months, and the flecks, white flecks in the nails are gone in three months, and your eyes get brighter, and then suddenly everything works properly. So remember, if you're drinking coffee, you're going to be losing minerals, so make sure that you load up on minerals. There are other ways to get your minerals, and one of the ways is, um, uh, the, the, the simplest way is right now, you can whip into the supermarket and get yourself some coconut water, because that's the best electrolytes you can possibly use. Uh, and even in World War II, uh, in the jungle, sometimes when they couldn't get um, uh, um, blood transfusions and so forth, they would use coconut water to, to hydrate people and even give them infusions of coconut water and seem to keep them alive. But anyway, coconut water is a very quick way to hydrate and uh, there's enough mineral salts in there and just the right amount of sugar, not too much sugar, to actually hydrate you and get, at least bring some minerals back. And it's very, very simple. So $2 a day, that's all it will take, $2 a day for um, about, um, I don't know, 150, or was it 200 mils or something, those little packets of coconut water and um, that's a really good thing to do to get those minerals in there. But if you're, if you're still getting tired, uh, particularly when you're not having coffee, then you're still mineral deficient and you may need more zinc than coconut water can give you. You may need iodine, which um, the coconut water won't have a lot of, have some. Um, or you may need potassium, you may need sodium. But of course, what I like to do is give the whole damn lot in one formula. But um, anyway, coconut water is a really good one. So the other thing we, we use coffee for, if we keep using, sorry, if we use coffee a lot, is we can tend to be a little bit wired. You know, I've just had a coffee, actually, just before I came in, naughty me. But it's not naughty, it's just, I love coffee. Let's face it, I love coffee. No one's going to tell me to stop drinking coffee. Maybe one day I'll have the, you know, whatever it takes to give it up, but I don't think so. Um, but that coconut water does compensate. The other thing, if you get too wired, get some lemon balm. It's really easy to grow in your garden. Just get some lemon balm. Get a few leaves of lemon balm and put them in hot water and you will chill out. And if, if you're real keen and you really want to give up coffee, i.e. you've got one of those inflammatory diseases we talked about, then um, by getting off coffee slowly, you can, do it the, you can do it the cold turkey way by just stopping, or you can do it slowly and gradually replace it with lemon balm, and you'll find that you'll really start to chill out. And a lemon balm, like licorice, by the way, and I don't know if I mentioned it, but licorice is the, the most powerful antiviral on earth the most powerful antiviral. That means it kills viruses. Lemon balm is also an antiviral. So you're getting all these wonderful side effects who are a lot different from the side effects you get from pharmacy because the side effects of herbal medicine are all good, every 100% good, right? The side effects. So, so when we go back to the herbal world, there's always an answer for whatever disease there is, there's a herbal answer for it. I, I seriously believe this because I've been doing this for 40 years now. I've seen probably... 
well over 30,000 patients and um, you can't tell me the herbs don't work. But you, as you sit here listening to this now, you're a herbalist, if, particularly if you've had a cup of coffee, you've just had a herbal medicine. It's been used as a herbal medicine for thousands of years. If you had a cup of ordinary tea, you're a herbalist. If you had cinnamon, if you've had cinnamon on your apple crumble, you cannot actually have survived on this earth without eating something from a plant. And here's the wonderful thing about plants. They're incredibly intelligent. They've been here a lot longer than us. And to survive on a pretty hostile planet with full of viruses, I mean, one drop of seawater's got, I don't know how many, 10, 20, 30 million virus particles in it. I mean, the whole, you know, viruses came here before anything. So the plants actually had to build a defense system to viruses. They are absolute uh, masters of chemical warfare. They can destroy viruses. So there's an enormous number of plants that are classified as antivirals. But it, it goes into more than that because each plant has, has different qualities on dealing with viruses. We have other things that immunomodulators, we have immunostimulators, we have cleansing herbs, we have herbs that are hypertensive, they bring your blood pressure down, we have immune system enhancing herbs, immune modulating, we have all sorts of different qualities, we have herbs that are um, circulatory stimulants if you get cold hands and feet. Do you know for every single part of the body, even there's even even a herb for the finger joints, right? Even a herb for finger joints, if you've got arthritis in your finger joints, there's a herb that will do that. There's probably a herb for every single vertebrae. There's definitely a herb for every single organ, gland and structure in your body. And this is the incredible thing about nature. It is supplying everything we need. Now, I'm not against the vaccinations, don't get me wrong. I'm not against pharmacy. But the thing about this, we need to actually look um, beyond the square, outside of the square, because all those attempts are really an old model. It's an old model and it's called the war against. And um, the war against can be a very good short-term strategy, the war against. But the moment you set up anything against something, you're going to create an equal and opposite reaction. So the end result of too much emphasis on the magic bullet, i.e. the vaccination, we are going to create, and we, I say we're all responsible for this, we are going to create a super virus because they'll get around it. They'll get around it and we will create one that will be totally and utterly indestructible. So I'm suggesting that right now you start to think about looking outside the square and looking towards that you have medicines all around you. And I'm going to read out some of these medicines that will act as antivirals and immunostimulants and so forth that you could start using now because my theme really, that has always been my theme, is the prevention of incurable disease because every single disease has a beginning that you don't know when it's beginning. It begins on the invisible level and starts having only very subtle Signs, And it might be just tired. It might be just a little bit of pain here and there. And you can easily get rid of that with a cup of coffee, can't you? But when it gets bad, you can get some steroids and so forth and so on. But what happens is under the surface, like the iceberg, this thing is building up until one day, it might take 20 years, it might take 30 years, it will become a diagnosable disease, Alzheimer's disease, it'll become cancer, it'll become diabetes, fibrositis, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's. 
Okay? So the theme here is start now. Don't wait. Start right now and you can prevent incurable diseases because by the time you actually get the disease, it's a, it's a very difficult job, even as a herbalist, to actually reverse it. But the difference is, as a herbalist, as a naturopath, I will be looking at the disease and I will be reversing time. In other words, we go back in time to heal all the things that are suppressed within you, whereas the war against thing is simply as if the, if the symptom is gone, it's managed, it's supposedly gone, it's not gone. That's the difference. As a herbalist, as a naturopath, as a natural therapist, we are reversing disease. We're turning back the clock and going back to the time and dealing with the things that are there. So sometimes you get worse before you get better, right? Because, for example, if you've got a liver problem, you'll probably go through a period where the liver will secrete more bile, your bowel will move more, you'll have all sorts of mucus, you know, you'll go through a cleansing diarrhea for a time, you'll get a high fever and the fever will burn out the viruses and things like that. That's the difference between the war against method, which is mainstream, and I'm again, I'm not against that either because sometimes you need to do that, but we still need to think at the same time of prevention. So let's start with some really good natural medicine, food as medicine. The first ones is berries, blackberries, boysenberries, blueberries, raspberries. They are loaded with antioxidants. Now, antioxidants are things that stop your cells from rusting. They're loaded with vitamin C and they can help prevent damage to your adrenal glands. Have some berries every day. Blueberries the best, but get what you can. They'll also help with Alzheimer's disease because they help to get rid of heavy metals out of your bloodstream and out of your brain. Yes, Alzheimer's, 100% heavy metals. That's the problem. Mercury, aluminium, Cadmium, all those things, heavy metals that find their way into the brain, 100%. There's no, no um, what is it? I'm not guessing here. I'm not guessing here. So anyway, the berries can help with Alzheimer's, dementia. They can also help with Parkinson's, stroke, aneurysms, migraine headaches, all neurological symptoms. Um, and they're very good if you're on a, if you're a woman, you're on a, on a fertility program, eat lots of berries because they're loaded with things that uh, help fertility. They also help protect the heart. So these berries are rich in um, antioxidants. These are the miracle fighters of free radicals, and you need these antioxidants to fight aging, which is oxidation. When I say oxidation, it just means aging. So berries broadcast their health value with their deep purple, blues, blacks, you know, and these come from things called polyphenols and anthrocyanidins, right? These are things that protect you. These are powerful medicines, more powerful than anything man can create. Now, remember that human beings can create seawater in the laboratory and you put a fish in it and the fish is dead by the end of the day. You cannot replicate nature. It's too complex. And all the things in all foods, there's a whole lot of phytochemicals there that's still yet to be discovered. And they'll keep discovering more and more and more. It's amazing what we do know, but there's a whole lot more to know. So human beings can never know enough. The other thing, the other one I've, I've mentioned is licorice root. It must be real licorice root. You've got to get some real good licorice, you know. And uh, licorice root is the ultimate anti-bug, you know, against any of the path pathogens um, like herpes, Epstein-Barr in particular, and just about everybody. Yes, you included. Yep, no, 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 you're not, you're not, you're not free of it. You've got Epstein-Barr. A huge amount of you have got Epstein-Barr, and I bet you have it too. And it's behind a lot of issues too. Epstein-Barr used to be fairly sort of didn't, didn't bother people that much, but Epstein-Barr just loves radiation, it loves pollution, it loves heavy metals, it loves sugar, and it loves stress. It feeds on cortisol. So, yep, you got Epstein-Barr. Now, Epstein-Barr, depending on where it goes, it can end up as chronic fatigue, Lyme's disease, Meniere's disease, adrenal fatigue, dizziness, body aches and pains, nerve pains, shoulder pains, autoimmune conditions, all 
all sorts of things, but the um, phytochemicals and antipathogenic properties of the licorice, and remember it's a powerful antiviral, uh, can push those things out of the body. That's just amazing. I could go on all day about licorice root, but I won't bore you to tears because I've only got a couple of minutes to go, <laughs> as I've been told. The other one you can get uh, that's so easy to get is ginger. And uh, ginger is good for nausea, but it's the ultimate antispasmodic if you've got tummy problems. It's got over 60 trace minerals and amino acids. It's got 500 enzymes and coenzymes. And it's an amazing relaxant to the throat area and helps relieve tension, headaches. But um, one, one thing I want to tell you before... Um, I finished today is that um, this is what happened to me today. One of my friends has um, he's had a heart attack. He's a really good bloke, one of my best friends. And um, he had this little skin tag on the side of his face and he, he cut it for some reason on what he's shaving and it just bled and bled and bled. You know, when I picked him up today to go out for our coffee, um, you know, this bandage on this thing, it kept bleeding, there's blood all running down his shirt. And then while we're having our coffee, it was a little slightly embarrassing. But fortunately, I got him to um, pick up some cayenne pepper on the way. So, um, and he had some bandages in a little bag in the car. And we um, just took the bandage off and we uh, poured a whole lot of cayenne pepper into a um, paper towel and held it right against the wound. And it stopped the bleeding immediately, immediately. So that's a little trick that um, herbal medicine, you know, has been used for thousands of years for first aid situations. So just this is something that happened to me today as wonderful things happen, all sorts of things happen on a daily basis with me. And um, that you need to ha always have some cayenne pepper in handy. So if you cut yourself shaving and it's bleeding too much, you just whack it on there. It'll stop the bleeding within the count of 10. But because he was on so much warfarin, that's blood thinners, this stuff wouldn't stop bleeding, but it stopped it bleeding. So I got him to um, keep the cayenne pepper in his cupboard if he ever cuts himself shaving again. And also I'll be making up some cayenne pepper tincture for him, which is easier to use. Just put a little bit of cayenne tincture on the bandage and pop it over any cut and it will stop the bleeding within the count of 10, even serious bleeding. So herbal medicine, you can tell I love herbs, can't you? But the thing is that you, yes, you, you're a herbalist too. You've been using herbs. You couldn't survive without herbal medicine. I'm suggesting that you look into the depth of it because when you understand the depth of it, your whole life will change and it's called the prevention for you of incurable disease. So I'm Mike McCammon. I'm the medicine man. It's great to talk to you. If you want to get hold of me, you just go to my website, www.nzherbal.com or give us a call on 03 332 I'm easy to find. And uh, I'm only talking once a month now, but uh, be good to talk to you again. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>